the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, listeners. Live at the insane hour of about 4 a.m. in Hawaii, we have the team who have created StayStrongNation.org, and I'm going to give a quick introduction to everybody who is on the team and on the air. First, we have the president of StayStrongNation.org, L.A. Keith Crosby. He served our country in Vietnam. Hola, aloha, welcome. We also have the vice president with StayStrongNation.org, and that's Gresford Lewis Hall. And um, he is the promoter behind the project and um, a great person who brings fantastic energy and music industry experience. And then we have the vocalist, Mr. Charles Cook, who recently served our country in Afghanistan and other places during a tour, which we'll talk a little bit about more a little later. Welcome, everybody. Is everybody awake? Did everybody go to sleep last night is what I really want to know. Yes, aloha. Um, good, you do sound very, very awake. Um, so listen, I'm going to start by asking, and I'm going to address this to Mr. Lewis Hall. How did you all get together? Um, because of Stay Strong Nation at org and because of PTSD, uh, Mr. Crosby and myself uh, met around 13 years ago, and um, we've been making this wonderful music ever since. No, you have been. Let's talk about, we didn't talk about the fact that we, we have a CD. We talked about the fact that we have staystrongnation.org, and I want everybody who's listening to go into that website to check out a little bit more, or you could go to MySpace also and look at Stay Strong Nation's page. Um, let's talk about the lyrics, the music, and I'm going to ask Mr. Crosby to talk about what, um, what really provoked you to put this project together and write the song and, you know, tie that a little bit to your experiences of serving our country in Vietnam? I think the song was always in me, Cindy. Um, and I just wanted to uh, bring out the passion that I have to help the troops, the young men and women that are serving now, to stay strong because a lot of times you're forgotten where it seems as though you're forgotten when you're in isolated areas like Iraq or Afghanistan. And Stay Strong is just something that came out in me, and I guess it was uh, latent, and it came out because I've been writing for a long time, but this is just something, uh, part of my passion that came out. Well, it's, um, it, it's a great song, and the lyrics are really fantastic. And, you know, throughout the show, I'd like to visit some of the lyrics because I think they're very strong, um, you know, the one thing that I also want to say is, is that you have created a cause, and I'm going to ask, you know, um, you know, Mr. Crosby, if you want to talk about what the dreams are to build a, a facility in Hawaii to treat people who return from overseas, service people who have returned from overseas with post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, what we want to do, Sammy, is uh, to build a facility that's unlike any other because Hawaii is ideal for doing that because it's unlike any other place in the world. And we've got, uh, what I want to do is build a facility to not only help the young men and women heal, but also their families. 
because the one thing that post-traumatic stress does, it is affects not only the individuals who have served, but it also affects their families, too, because there are changes that occur in you, and it affects your family. And a lot of times you don't realize it, and the family suffer as well as the individual, because a lot of times they're hidden. Uh, PTSD is a, uh, I'd say a hidden psychological uh, pain that a lot of times you suffer from, and you can't really explain to anyone else unless you see the psychiatrist like I did, and I didn't really know that I was suffering when I initially got back, and I, uh, it was not until three years ago that I was diagnosed after going through uh, several psychiatric evaluations. And so the uh, reason for my acting out or doing certain things, I didn't know the cause of it and until uh, it was brought out to me by a psychiatrist, and I'm grateful for the help that I'm getting. Well, you're one of the lucky people because, as we know, and part of this post-traumatic stress awareness campaign through staystrongnation.org is a lot of people don't get the diagnosis. A lot of service people who return, um, you know, might, might be having nightmares, might not be able to focus, um, might have some anger management issues. And when they go to see a doctor, because it's not um, a physical problem per se, but it's more psychological, sometimes it isn't even diagnosed. Isn't that correct? That's correct. And um, a lot of times, too, like I was saying with myself, um, those symptoms have shown up. And, you know, you think it's part of a normal life cycle, but it's not. And the psychiatrist pointed that out to me. And a lot of times... uh, um, after I came back, I didn't know, you know, why these things were happening. I thought it was normal, but it's but it's not normal. And I didn't find out until three years ago that the root cause of it was from a post-traumatic stress disorder. All right, so I'm going to ask a very silly question, and this is because I'm a civilian, you know, and I've never served in active duty. But when people are told that they're going back home, you know, there's a lot of excitement after deployment. I'm sure that people are very happy to be getting on a plane and returning to, you know, a safe place, if you will. And I just am curious in, you know, when doing the home evaluation or sort of the, um, you know, sort of the wrap-up before somebody in the military says that they could go back home, is, are, is there any discussion or intervention that lets the service people know that they might be experiencing um, post-traumatic stress disorder, and here's what to look out for? No. When I left, uh, what happened, I'll tell you what happened. I uh, I was due to uh, rotate back. I was in the field. They said, turning the gear, I hitchhiked on uh, several helicopters, made my way to Benoit, and Benoit got hit. And so I couldn't leave until the next morning. I was supposed to leave on the 10th of January because I got there on the uh, 10th of January, 1969, and I, Duros, um, were departed uh, from Vietnam. On I was supposed to depart on the 10th of January, 1970, and uh, Benoit got hit, and so I had to stay an additional day. But what happens is basically you're just turning your gear, you hop on a plane, and then the next thing you know, you're back. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think, don't, don't you think in terms of making people more aware of post-traumatic stress disorder and the realities, particularly with, the current war activity taking place in our world today, um, I mean, wouldn't it be a good idea 
for, you know, the commander in charge or whoever your, you know, your commanding officer is to sort of get together with everybody and say, okay, you know, it's not gonna, you're not going to go back home and just feel great. You might be experiencing, you know, some trauma from the memories that you've had here. And, I mean, I don't think that that's really asking for anything revolutionary, do you? I don't, not at all. Uh, actually, it would be a good thing. I don't know. Uh, my experience happened nearly 40 years ago. However, hopefully now I, I hope that things have changed and that uh, troops are getting, you know, some help or some evaluations or even some uh, counseling before they return. I would I would hope so, and um, I'm going to turn over to Mr. Cook, who's with us this morning, who is the vocalist on the Stay Strong Nation CD um, and soundtrack, who served more recently in you know in Afghanistan and other countries where there is um, you know active military activity. So. Um, Mr. Cook, why don't you tell me a little bit about your experiences from, you know, when you went over there and whether post-traumatic stress disorder was addressed in any way? Sure. Aloha, Cindy. Aloha to you, and welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, It it is a little bit different now. Um, I know before before I ever deployed, um, I went to, within a period of about eight months, I went to Iraq three times. I also served in Afghanistan, Kuwait, Bosnia, Kosovo, a lot of places like that. And um, each time we went for about a week to two weeks before deploying, uh, we went through training where they explained exactly what was happening, what we might be getting into, um, you know, things that we could face while we were over there. Um, And, you know, when we returned, um, they took us through uh, debriefs and, you know, if we were in if we were in war zones where there was actually um you know live fire and, and, and fighting and uh things like that, um then they, they did have programs where if you needed to sit down and talk with counselors or if you needed to talk with chaplains or uh, people people in that field you were able to. Um you know, and then it helped in a, in a lot of cases a lot of people took advantage of it. Um one thing that I noticed when I was in is that a lot of people who, who are deployed now, you know, or around my age, I mean, we're, we're all really young. I'm 27 now. Um, at that time, I was, uh, my first time deploying, I was 18. Um, and every year after that, up until my 26th birthday, I was deployed somewhere every year. Um, and, you know, some, some of the things that, that that you see in those in those war zones, especially at that age, it, it does a lot to you. Um, and you know, it, it really depends on the person. Some people, you know, were able to um, kind of just deal with it in our own way. And then some people actually needed, you know, really needed the help that was offered. Um, and then there were those who just didn't feel comfortable talking to anyone. And so, you know, those are the cases where you saw people, uh, you know, committing suicide or. Um, just kind of, you know, uh, withdrawing from everyone. Um, and it, it was really sad to see those cases, you know, but um, um, like Keith was saying, you know, now uh, there, there are there are some programs that, that actually try to help the troops out. Um, and, and, again, it depends on the person and, and exactly how it affected them at that time. 
Yeah, no, I think that's really strong. You know, I, I think that's really um, strong information and conclusion and very apropos for staystrongnation.org. Um, I'm happy to hear that perhaps there's a little bit more intervention today than there may have been um, when people like Mr. Cro- when people like Mr. Crosby were returning back from Vietnam. I think there has to be more, and I'm so happy that all of you from staystrongnation.org have developed this wonderful CD um, with a song called Stay Strong that's really kind of written by the soldiers for the soldiers. And before we take the commercial break, I think we're going to give our listeners a little sampling, so stand by. We're just waiting for the season. No. I understand everything running wild through your mind. 36 years back, my pops was in the same pond. Some were drafted, some volunteered With similar missions like you that really wasn't clear Gotta keep it together for yourself and your people This won't last forever, we ain't looking for a sequel Everybody's life and this is linked together If you believe, then I promise you will come on better Look at the man or the woman to your left or your right Tonight depend on one another for each other you fight Now time's upon, smiles with no bombs Looking at each other, yeah, it's way too calm Every second is precious, but the peace never lasts In the distance, in the dark, spark another blast Settle up and let's go, was under attack here we go into the storm now, holding up the back. Coming in high, lock and load. Coming in high, rock and roll. Coming in high, lock and load. Coming in high, rock and roll. Coming in high, lock and load. Coming in high, rock and roll. When we get the phone calls with the picture Thinking you right across town from me Keep staring at the moon cause it's hard to see Every bump in the night jump part is sit tight But everything's gonna be alright Never give up Three little birds came to talk to me They said never let your soul die easily Keep your mind intact Keep your body to follow that Stay strong back home People got your back It's coming in hot though Back to the ammo Back to the basics The life of survival Keep guiding your heart Whoever your guy is No fear and no man How weak the Flesh is every morning rise up with the sun that wants to get that news on me. See you in a couple of months. You gotta stay strong, stay strong. Until you come back home. Until you get here. We're gonna stand together, believing that you will stay strong. Until you come back home. Until you get here. Gotta believe that you can make it stay strong. Coming in high, lock and load. Coming in high, rock and roll. Everybody hasn't gotten the news, they coming back 
home in the no-fly zone attack Mode and time creeps slow, we so deep Peace to the soldiers in war and when they hit the streets back in the states We will not wait, give them jobs, give them money, give them everything they gave Everything they saved, why we doing wrong? A message to the vets, home, stay strong you stay strong, stay strong, stay strong. Never out of mind Be back here at home Holding it down for you Until you get back home Stay strong And when you do get back Don't worry We got you 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 If I had an audience here, we'd be hearing 17,000 people applauding. Well, anyway, I want to congratulate everybody from staystrongnation.org. How do you feel that it sounded for the first time you heard it on the air? Wonderful. We love it. I mean, it sounds perfect. It really sounds perfect. I really want to take a moment to introduce and thank Bishop, who I don't think is with us on the air today, but he is the rapper on the track and um, has done a lot of work on the website and worked with the team really hard with Row Beats Productions. And all in all, it just sounds really, really fantastic. Um, before I turn it over back to you guys, I also want to say that um, the CD that will be available through staystrongnation.org has two ch- full tracks on it, two renditions of the music. Um, the first version is the one that everybody just heard, which sounds a little bit more urban and um, sort of clubby and will probably and hopefully get some airplay from you know the hip-hop stations and the urban stations all across the United States of America and hopefully on military bases as well. But there's a, there's a second version also that's very special. It's more cinematic. It's more dramatic and ballady, and um, it serves all tastes of music. And the second one is mixed and sounds just as good as the first, and the lyrics are exactly the same. So, again, it was really great. I want to thank also... Um, I want to thank our engineer, Ruben Colombe, from Voice America Internet Radio, who waived the commercials for our show in order for all of our listeners to hear the whole track. And he's a musician as well, so I think we had a little help from our friends. But I'm going to go back to topic a little bit. Um, I'm going to ask Mr. Lewis Hall, talk about the pricing of the CD and um, you know how people can get a hold of it. Yes, well, the... Um, was- um, the, the, the people can purchase the CD at staystrongnation.org um, for three ninety nine, um, and that's for the. And there's four tracks. There is um, the two original tracks, also two instrumental tracks. Oh, I so, see. I didn't even know that. You break news. You don't even tell me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they actually get four tracks for the same three ninety nine, and also um, there's a card that comes with the CD where um, people who buy the CD can just sign that card, drop it in the mail. You don't have to worry about a stamp. 
Just drop, sign it, what state you're from, drop it in the mail, we get it, and we will take it to the war zones. Um, put it in the mess halls and also in phone centers and where, wherever else we can, um, where the soldier will, will see it. Also, we're working on distribution um, to various um, retail outlets. Okay, and um, hopefully when people, when it catches on and people, you know, purchase the CD and people hear the buzz about the song and people download the MP3 from today's show, um, people will really want to get a hold of this. But I think we have to bring to everybody's attention that this is not a commercial venture. Um, for only three ninety nine, if you purchase this CD, the Stay Strong CD on staystrongnation.org, for three ninety nine, everybody becomes a contributor to this facility that the staystrongnation.org folks who we're talking to today are the masterminds behind. And um, so it is um, not-for-profit, not for and um, everything will be going... All proceeds will be going to this facility in Hawaii, and we're really starting to plant the seeds right here today, and I'm hoping that this, you know, that this becomes viral and that everybody goes out there and starts a movement. And I think we're all hoping to see not only a movement, a positive movement for once in the United States in recent history, but a positive movement on our military bases where our troops who are serving get really excited about the fact that people do have their backs. And in terms of what Mr. Cook brought to the table before, in terms of a little bit more intervention, wouldn't it be great if pamphlets about post-traumatic stress disorder were handed out to people before they came back home, along with a CD just to make them feel that the people back home in the United States and vets, too, who sympathize with what they're going through, um, you know, have their backs and want to look out for them so that they could have a peaceful lives with their families. Isn't that the best that the people who serve our com- country can deserve? <laughs> so um, I really, again, want to congratulate all of you for the soundtrack. It sounded magnificent. But now going back to, you know, talking about how the project came together and what's going to be, I'm going to ask Mr. Crosby, would you say that this is pro-war? No, it's not Awards. Basically, StayStrongNation.org is a non-political organization. It's not pro-war. It's not anti-war. We just want to honor the soldiers. We hope that we bring attention to post-traumatic stress disorder and raise money for this facility that we're trying to build just so that we can help, help the troops because whether people know it or not, we're all connected to this. Even if you don't have anyone that you're related to that's serving, we're all paying for it. As Americans, the whole nation is paying for this war and paying for the injuries that these troops are suffering. So, And StayStrongNation.org is just formed and the song was written just to bring honor to the troops and to uh, help the cause and, and just to help them. Yeah, I think a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, um, they misinterpret soldier support, you know, as being, you know, war support, and nothing, nothing is further from the truth. I mean, right. just right. absolutely nothing. And, um, you know, I, you know, the soldiers are the soldiers, and if they're deployed, they're deployed. And they're the ones that have to be supported because ultimately they're on the front lines protecting our country. And I would think that, you know, um, there would be adequate funding for post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, 
you know, and I think that the facility that you dream of will become a reality. And I urge people who are listening to this show to go into um, www.staystrongnation.org so that you could support this magnificent, magnificent cause. I mean, it's just fantastic. Um, going back to some more questions for the people behind staystrongnation.org. Let's talk about press reports and post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, are there more reports of post-traumatic stress disorder from our soldiers in Afghanistan and Iraq than other military operations? Can you elaborate on that? And I'll, I'll give this to Mr. Crosby first, and then everybody can weigh in. Yes, because now we live in an information age, and there are increasing reports that come from a combination of having more access to the information about post-traumatic stress disorder than there was years ago and the extreme conditions that uh, uh, soldiers face in combat. And so definitely there's uh, um, a lot more, and Charles can elaborate on this also because he was employed in uh, war zones for, the, for several times, a lot more than I was, because the thing that's different now is the young men and women are deployed far more than when they were in my era. Now, if uh, during the Vietnam era, Many people volunteer to go back, but some young men and women have been on their fifth and sixth deployments, which is unprecedented. Even in World War One and Two and Korea and Vietnam together, a lot of times, um, say World War Two, what was different in Vietnam, I've seen more combat than most veterans saw in World War One. They may have seen one or two magnificent battles. I've been in probably forty to fifty, but and that's what's different. And now What's different is these young men and women are deployed many more times than I was. I was deployed for one year, and I would have been back uh, had uh, my younger brother had to go, but they didn't call me back. But uh, fortunately, um, fortunately, but now they've uh, um, young the stress and the strain that's put on on these young people is just tremendous. No, it really, really is, and um, I guess everything in our society became you know, amplified a thousandfold because, you know, we're a web society now and everything is just done faster and more. And, um, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily always a good thing, coming, being a baby boomer myself. But, um, you know, I, I think that it's also incredible when you talk about how much war activity you've seen, Mr. Crosby, as compared to what our new soldiers are saying. It's... Um, you know, it, it's it's very very different, but still, post traumatic stress disorder affects all in one way or another. So that's why people have to go into staystrongnation.org and find out more how they could help this movement get postcards to everybody that's in military service. Um, you know, make it a movement, make people aware that um, you know our soldiers need to be taken care of when they return back home. Um, we're, we're heading into another commercial break real soon. I know that we have special guests coming in on the last segment, and we're really excited about it. Um, uh, when do you think, I, I know that people can go in and order the CD. Do you think that the CD will be available in the very short near future? Yes, um, the CD should be ready. Um, right now, if you go to... Uh, www.staystrongnation.org, you can actually pre-order um, the CD. 
but um, the physical CD also will be um, ready for purchase in around three weeks. Okay, well, listen, go and put in your order. It's like a Nintendo thing. You know how games run out? you got to get your order in fast. So everybody go to staystrongnation.org, and we're going to take another commercial break, and we'll be back in a few minutes with our founders of this fine institution. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. Festivals. At Rock and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rock and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment.com. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. There's a purpose revolution sweeping the world. Now more than ever before, in the midst of so many things they could do, people are asking what they should do. Since 1991, John Stanko has been helping people all over the world answer these questions. Now John is bringing his purpose message and philosophy to Voice America, where you will hear from people of purpose like John, who have found what they were created to do. Join John and his guests from around the world every week on his show, Your Purpose Quest, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern right here on Voice America. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, everybody, and we're with the people who have founded StayStrongNation.org. I'm going to pick up again and direct some questions to Mr. Cook, um, who... You know, I was really amazed and excited to read that you were accepted to do a musical tour, I believe, if I got it right, um, during, you know, during recent um, combat activity and recent and places where a lot of our young men and women are deployed. you want to tell us a little bit about that? 
yes, ma'am. The, the tour that I was with, it's um, a military entertainment group, and it's uh, Air Force Tops in Blue. And basically what that, what that tour is, um, it's a huge competition in the Air Force. Um, every active duty um, military member, Air Force wide, has an opportunity to try out for the team. Um, of all of the 700-plus members who try out every year, um, they choose anywhere between, um, I'd say, about 33 to 36 um, members to actually tour with the group. And um, the year that I toured was in 2003. And uh, my, my goal, um, I had seen them perform once before, and what Thompson Blue does is they go into the war zones that most other entertainers either won't go into um, or can't go into. Um, you know, and we had we had an advantage because we were all active duty military. Um, we could go into the the, the heavy war zones like uh, the, the small camps in Iraq and, and Afghanistan and Kuwait and um, Saudi Arabia. Um, in the time that I was with Tops and Blue, I went to 22 different countries and did 160 shows at um, 147 different locations. And, you know, that was a huge deal to me because, like I said, I had been deployed plenty of times prior to that, and I knew how it felt to be over there and to feel, you know, completely separated from the rest of the world, you know. Um, we knew that we were in a war zone and we were fighting for our country and, you know, doing what needed to be done, but we didn't always know why we were there, if that makes any sense. Oh, of you know? course it makes sense. There's so much confidentiality and, you know, non-disclosures that, you know, right. for the security of, you know, our men and women and our country, so we understand. Um, well, you know, but what an honor, and it, it's the kind of thing where you, everybody had to be military prepared because you were already in the service, but also have, you probably had to be pretty talented <laughs> in order to be chosen to be a part of this, you know, musical ensemble. Um, but the thing that's so cool about it, I guess, is we know that people, you know, frequently go overseas to our bases. Entertainers do. We remember the classic, those of us that are old enough, Marilyn Monroe going overseas and, you know, Bob Hope and, you know, right. a lot of the entertainers, but we couldn't really quite have Coldplay go over to Afghanistan in an active military area because nobody is really trained to <laughs> handle something if, you know, an unanticipated attack may have occurred, and you were all prepared and ready for that, I guess. Yes, ma'am. I mean, that is really... And are you... Do you play any musical instruments, Mr. Cook, or are you basically, you know, did you stick to vocals? I just stick to the vocals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and um, what kind of music did you all play? Um, we did everything from big bands to uh, we did country, we did Latin, R&B. Um, we did some um, um, Motown hits. Um, we did uh, we did one set. It was really nice. It was a Disney set. You know, we all dressed up as these. Uh, Disney characters and went out on the stage and danced around and pulled people out of the audience and danced with the soldiers and um, it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, well, it was just a really it was a really uplifting thing for us to do for everyone who who, who deployed in those areas. No, oh, it um, sounds like it's magnificent, and I hope that more of that can be accomplished because you know interaction 
with something entertaining is just more healthy than anybody can know. So hopefully, maybe, there might be some kind of Stay Strong tour. (laughs) I mean, you know, since we do have, you know, at least two military service people, you know, maybe, you know, maybe something can happen and we can have a Stay Strong tour. Why don't you talk about your fantasy, uh, Mr. Lewis Hall, in terms of the Stay Strong um, live military tour. Yeah, oh, I, I was just going to intervene. <laughs> um, oh, that is a, a fantasy of me taking, um, you know, hula girls, hula guys from Hawaii here uh, with Bishop um, to take the anthem, the anthem into the war zones. And um, could you imagine you taking these beautiful um, Hawaiian ladies and these lovely Hawaiian men, take them to the war zones and have them perform with Bishop for the troops to take their minds away from their everyday activity. It would be wonderful, and it, um, words cannot say how um, these soldiers would feel. Uh, well, I'm, again, I think that Mr. Cook experienced the entertainment interaction firsthand, and what what better than to bring a little bit of one of the United States' most beautiful destinations, Hawaii, you know, in a pol- in an exotic Polynesian entertainment fashion, you know, over there and get everybody, you know, involved and dancing and happy. I would imagine that would be great stress relief and, um, again, brings awareness to what StayStrongNation.org is all about, which is, you know, um, bringing more awareness and, you know, helping to cure post-traumatic stress disorder, or at least to manage, you know, it at its, you know, most horrible levels. I I know, um, Mr. Crosby, you talked about um, different degrees of um, post-traumatic stress disorder, and do you want to talk about that a little bit? Because you explained to me in the past, you know, the, the level that you had and, you know, how that compares to people who have had, you know, a worse uh, you know, a, a harder experience with it. Oh, sure. And um, what uh, Charles related, um, it sometimes depends upon the individual. Now, myself, I'm uh, handicapped 30%, uh, but there are valiant cases. Some can be handicapped 40%, 50 and as much as 100%. Now, myself, I'm fortunate that I have uh, basically have all of my faculties I can work, but then I have um, lingering nightmares, Occasionally, or things that will affect me that uh, sometimes I'm unaware of. Say I'm sleeping or something, and my wife will wake me up and you know just tell, you know to uh, try to get me out of that uh, particular moment. But uh, many there are varying degrees, and a lot of people suffer in ways that are unimaginable. But because I can't imagine being 100% disabled, but yet there are some that can't hold jobs, they can't, uh, they're very antisocial, they're on drugs, they drink, and a lot of times, uh, a lot of the homeless that you see that have these problems are back. A lot of people don't realize that, but a lot of people just can't come back and handle life because one day you're in a war zone, next day you're on the street without any intervention then this stuff goes on and on and perpetuates itself, and uh, that's what we want to bring attention to and help as many people as we can through the uh, organization. Now, recent reports in the New York uh, Times and the RAND study confirmed that post-traumatic stress is rising at an alarming rate, and that our troops in Afghanistan and Iraq will need 
intense psychological uh, care for their trauma. And so that's what we're trying to provide through staystrongnation.org for them to uh, provide a quiet place where they can have activities to, if not completely cure them, at least alleviate some of their uh, trauma and strains that they're going through. Oh, definitely right. And, you know, I also, you know, I, I think, and tell me if I'm correct, that a lot of people who do feel the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder after they return home, um, sometimes they'll go and visit a medical facility because they know something's not right, but it's not automatically identified by, you know, by medical doctors who, you know, you know might be in Idaho when they're returning home. I mean, isn't that correct a lot where people, it, the post-traumatic stress disorder is sometimes dismissed? It's dismissed now. Uh, case in point, uh, during 9-11, a lot of civilians suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder and because veterans went through it, now doctors, uh, psychologists have a better grasp of it because of what uh, veterans have been through, but still... A lot of veterans fall through the crack because they figure if they're going to stay in the military and make it a career, their careers will be hurt by them seeking help. Or there's a stigma attached to mental health anyway. Well, that's true. That prevents a lot of people from seeking the help that they need. Um, And that's a very good point about 911, particularly in the U.S., where, you know, it's a rare occasion where something like that happens on American soil, I guess, the closest thing may have been Pearl Harbor, but, um, you know, there are a lot of countries that see, you know, a lot more um, violence and a lot more unjust, you know, attacks and terrorist activity. And I think the United States finally had to wake up, particularly in, you know, in to, you know in the new millennium where, you know, nobody had ever anticipated that that would ever happen, or if people did, they were also dismissed. <laughs> but, um, you know, I I think if there was anything good that may have come out of that is perhaps, you know, more conventional doctors, not necessarily, you know, military medical staff, have become aware of post-traumatic stress disorder and maybe could diagnose it more immediately and with more credibility um, when our military servicemen and women do come home. I, I just think that part of the StayStrongNation.org movement has to be to educate and make the medical community more aware of how this can impact people and that it's very real and not be dismissed with giving somebody a prescription for Ativan and telling them to go away. Right, because you can only imagine having, say, a traumatic situation for one instance. But imagine yourself going through the same situation every day at any moment, at any time. No, it's um, it, it's uh, it's something that I'm so glad that StayStrongNation.org is, you know, is getting behind and creating an educational movement. Well, listen, we're going to have to take another commercial break, and we'll be back right after this. Stay tuned.
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788, and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back with this fantastic educational, informational show that is bringing attention to post-traumatic stress disorder through staystrongnation.org. And I hear from my engineer that we have a special guest joining us today, and I'm going to introduce you as Melissa, but I'd like to know more about you and what you do and how you heard about StayStrongNation.org. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. We've been having a party. We've been playing the song, and we're trying to, you know, get people all, you know, revved up so that they can purchase the Stay Strong CD and, you know, help the cause. But how did you hear about it? And tell us about your organization, which is also all about post-traumatic stress disorder. So we're so happy to have you on the show. Thank you, ma'am. Um, I actually, um, just a couple days ago, I spoke with Lewis with the Stay Strong Nation, and I work for the Portland Recruiting Battalion. I'm actually an um, injured Iraqi female, but of course female. Sorry about that. 
And um, I do have PTSD. I'm 90% disabled. I was injured in Iraq in 2004, and I focused on helping out my brothers and sisters, as we call them, you know, as uh, the soldiers down in Iraq and Afghanistan, our Vietnam vets, our World War II vets, we're all brothers and sisters. And I've always wanted to do something for these soldiers coming back that have PTSD. And it's just not the PTSD that I have and that the other soldiers have. It's the the families, the kids. So when I talked to Lewis, I was so excited because I'm also working with um, a company, Evergreen Evergreen Aviation, and they're all about wounded, they have a wounded warrior program that I'm working with them. And I'm going to bring Stay Strong Nation together with them, and we're going to see what we can do so that when soldiers come back, that we're going to be able to get them over to Maui and let them regroup and try, because PTSD, it's an injury that no one sees. So, you know, if you come back and, because, you know, I was shot, I was hit with two IEDs, I had, you know, you could see that physically, but if someone doesn't have any scars or anything and they have PTSD, you can't see that. So it's a hidden, it's a hidden uh, injury that's just, did you find um, that, you know, I, you, I mean, I, I'm sorry to hear that you also had to endure physical injuries, but did you find that people sort of, you know, the medical community focused more on your physical injuries, obviously. Did you mention to them that you thought that something wasn't feeling right, you know, in your head, and was there any special attention given to it? Yes, ma'am. Um, they... Most of the time they just work on your, I've had many surgeries on, because I shattered my pelvic bone, my knee, my ankle. I lost my hearing in my right ear. So they, when I first came back and I stayed at Longstuhl in Germany for a year, I, they just focused on that. I didn't know I had the PTSD until I, they, they retired me from my injuries until I came home and driving down the road, because I was hit with a suicide bomber. Oh, so yeah. driving down the road was, I, it was so traumatic for me, because I felt like everybody was going, I knew in my mind, I could tell myself, I'm fine, I'm not, I'm, I'm here, I'm safe. But in the back of my mind, I felt people were going to hit me, because I was hit with, with a suicide bomber before. Right. And so that's when I knew, okay, the PTSD, it's the, the post-traumatic stress disorder, it was so strong, and it just, you know, I, it takes over, and I can't control it. Oh, <laughs> I, you know, and I hope that the awareness that you brought to it is, has, you know, brought you to some of the, you know, medical professionals who can assist you in managing it. Um, yes, I, you know, that, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that because you're aware of it, um, and because you are really, um, you know, into the cause to help others because of what you've experienced yourself, that it's a little bit manageable for you as it might be for Mr. Crosby. Um, 
But, you know, the point is it's people like you that, you know, are a hero in many, many, many ways and, you know, obviously for serving our country and enduring some of the combat that, you know, you had to do as, you know, in serving our country, but also coming back and making everybody aware of post-traumatic stress disorder so that it can be more quickly um, diagnosed and more quickly treated and treated with respect rather than just something that, you know, a vet is going to simply get over, you know. Right, um, and I see a lot um, of soldiers coming back and they don't want to admit that they have the PTSD because it, a lot of them show, they, they think it's a sign of weakness, but it's not. It's something that you cannot control. It just, you know, everything plays out. I have two daughters, so... Every night with my PTSD, it's like I'm on guard duty, and I can't stop that. I have to. I get up every, you know, every hour, every other hour, and I'm, you know, checking to make sure everything's safe, secure. And this is not just me; it's everybody. So when I heard with Lewis the Stay Strong Nation, um, it just I'm so excited because I've always wanted to help out the soldiers. When I was at Longstall, when a lot of the soldiers that were coming back that were injured, and I was done with some of my surgeries, I'd go up to the hospital and spend a lot of time with them. All they wanted to know that they were going to be okay. They wanted to talk to someone who has gone through what they just did. So I did everything that I could, and I, I'm just so amazed with Stay Strong and with uh, the Stay Strong Nation and Evergreen Aviation. I'm just happy that that there are people out there that are for these soldiers and that they realize that PTSD is an injury. Well, I hope that the staystrongnation.org dream for the facility in Hawaii, you know, becomes a fast reality. And, Melissa, um, you know, I talked to um, Gresford, Mr. Lewis Hall, yesterday, and he was just blown away that he came into your path um, you want to talk? You want to show a little bit of your excitement, Mr. Lewis Hall? Hi, Melissa. How you doing? Thank Hi. you so much for being here. Um, I, I was telling um, Cindy and also Mr. Crosby that when I spoke with you, um, my after getting off the phone with you, my entire body was numb. I could not believe that I was talking to one of the. Um, as a matter of fact. Um, we should let people know that in the Iraqi war, the first soldier that died in that war came from your battalion. Yes, he didn't, um, actually he didn't come from my battalion. He was actually, <coughs> I'm sorry for coughing, I have a cold, I do apologize. Oh, that's quite all right. We're real people on the air. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I do apologize. Um, Sergeant First Class Godfrey was with a Big Red One. That's a division, and he was the first soldier in the Iraqi war to die with, with uh, Big Red One. And um, I was in a convoy of four, uh, four Humvees, and we got hit coming out of Camp Caldwell. And he lost his life, and that, I think, with me, I, I don't know if I could say this on the show. You could say anything, Melissa. Okay. Well... He, it was, that was like the first traumatic experience that I, 
I ever experienced because when the IED hit, it hit my vehicle and hit his, and he got the blunt of it, and it took it, you know, he lost his head, and I had to take this body, about 230 pounds, and put him in the body bag and try and get all the remains that I could put in the body bag with another fellow soldier who was, who was my hero. Um, she was my gunner, and her name is Rangel, and that's her last name. Her first name is uh, Rosie, and, you know, we did this, and it, I think that at the time when you're a soldier, you do what you have to do, and you don't think, you don't think twice, but it, it haunts me to this day because I feel that, you know, everything that I've seen and, and gone through and, you know, that's what the PTSD is. It's from the, you're always on, um, your adrenaline is always going constantly. And so you don't have time. Well, listen, I'm getting music, which is my cue that we have to wrap up. Melissa, thank you for sharing that story and helping us raise awareness. StayStrongNation.org can't wait to work with you and Wounded Warriors in Evergreen. And this, this show really is um, a tribute to you, Melissa. Thank you so much for sharing that, and thank you for joining this very special show today, everybody. Take care, and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. We'll see you next week.